Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh shit, I messed up already. Oh shit, so. <laughs> but they know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my god. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and. And telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? You are now listening to The Reality Is. First of all, when you see the video, I'm going to be sweating. So I'm going to go ahead and preface this whole podcast episode by saying that. Then I'm going to let you guys know it is an all guys episode, which I love these. Today, I got the homie Othello in here from Pinnacle Cuts. So, when you talk, bro, you got to get, like, right up on that. Oh, like yeah, it's cool. There you go. Oh, man. So, I got the homie Othello in here. Everybody, you know, if you want to keep me looking all handsome and beautiful with these nice fades and these edges, it's, it's, it's my guy Othello. And me and him been talking for a minute about getting behind the mic, getting on wax, and having some shit popping. So, how you doing today, bro? Oh, doing well, bro. Doing well. I appreciate the the invite, bro, yeah. because um, I've been trying to do this for a while. Yeah, you have. We're going to make this shit pop. Then I got the homie Bo and this motherfucker. You thought I was going to go to him. Then I did that. So Bo Dilly. Yeah. <laughs> got the homie Bo in here, man. Childhood friend. We did. I think it was like episode 168. We, 130. we 134. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. I need somebody to keep me in line. So 134. Got the homie Bo back, man. Appreciate you for coming back. We're going to talk a little bit about your new position in this world. Then we got my brother, man. Everybody, if you've been listening to the podcast over the last year and a half, then you know me and my brother. Or uh, what, what's the word? What's a good word for fighting, Othello? All right, when you're at odds. Uh, oh. I caught him off guard. Dichotomy. Dichotomy. Okay. Dichotomy. All right. So me and my brother had a dichotomous relationship for a while, but now we have come back together. Shout out. I'm glad you're back, man. How you doing yes, today? Yes, sir. I'm doing good, man. It feels good to be back. <laughs> and this motherfucker. <laughs> this nigga just been waiting <laughs> He's been waiting to go crazy. So, so we're going to start this out first. I'm going to tell the story because, you know, we're running a little bit behind and it's so crazy. God damn it, I'm sweating. I have got, I don't know if this is rayon under here. Boy, I'm sweating bad. I feel it running down my stomach. That's how bad it is. So, I'm running behind today because I was coming in and I had told you guys, I hit you up, say, hey, 15 minutes. You know, be here 15 minutes before 6 o'clock. Normally, that's how it happens. You tell somebody to be here. 15 minutes before time, then the motherfucker who giving out directions is the one that's late. So I got pulled over by the police, man. When I, you know, normally when a black man sees the police, our heart kind of starts to palpitate, mm-hmm. get nervous. It happened so fast for me, I didn't have an opportunity to get nervous because I almost got in the wreck, swerved behind the dude in front of me to get back into my lane that I needed to get into the exit. Got pulled over. When I got pulled over, the cop was actually nice. He just said that I was trying to stop the road rage situation before it began. And I said, 
I'm not I'm not following. I was ready to get this nigga my license and registration. I was ready to get this nigga my ID, whatever he needed. But when he kept telling me that he was trying to stop road rage and I was the one that looked like I was enraged, I called Artesia and even Artesia heard me talking. And sometimes I had to step outside of myself because I was talking to this nigga like he was just one of the guys. Because he was like, yo, you pulled. I said, no, I didn't. I said, how are you fucking telling me, bro, that I pulled over in front? And then I had to realize, I was like, nigga, you can die today because of this. But I wasn't even thinking. It was just, I didn't like, he wasn't even going to give me a ticket. He was a nice cop. But it was the fact that he tried to tell me that I was about to start road rage. And I said, bro, I didn't even see this guy cut in front of me. I swerved because I was looking at my phone to make sure I'm exiting off the right exit to get to the studio. And you pulled me over. Whatever you're saying is is, is not what it is. Right. He continued on. The dashboard cam catches it 30 seconds in advance. I can show it to you. I said, but you can't. The dash cam can't show you. Unless y'all have, uh, what is that shit? X-ray uh, vision. X-ray vision they on the camera. That. You can't see inside my car to tell me what I was doing, though. So, Bo, since you are a Dallas police officer, how does this work? And normally we don't have pigs. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I don't want to dis... I'm hey, just playing. I can bring my other no, I know. We can have it. Pick. But you know what's up? Do you know the crazy part about that? I want to talk to you honestly about, because you know when you told me that you were going on to the forest, first thing I said is, I love you, God bless you, and I wish you the best and be careful. And I just go off of what I see on TV from the perspective of like, you know, black cops are always the ones that's getting put out there. They try to make the niggas do the wrong thing. The nigga don't want to do the wrong thing. Or if we going way back to boys in the hood, that, that black motherfucker, yeah. then you a cop that hates yourself, that hates your own people. Whoopi Goldberg lips. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I hate the black keys on the piano. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as a black policeman, man, going into this, what was your thought process? What made you want to get into being a police officer? And, you know, you've been on the force for like almost a year now, right? A year and a half. A year and a half. Going on, yeah, going on two years. Okay, so what has that experience been like for you? Uh, it's, it's been great. It's not what everybody thinks it is. I mean, uh, you have two sides of, of the media. We get to see it. You have the overly conservative side, which I call the, the ignorant Fox News side. And you have the ignorant CNN side that's overly liberal. And what I run into a lot is I'm I, all my trainers were white. I did not once in six months going out there five days a week with these guys, see them do anything out of the way yeah. racially. And they had opportunities where they could, because yeah. we are dealing with some ignorant, I'm talking <laughs> ignorant jokers out here. <laughs> Black, <laughs> white, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, they just get really silly. I was I was telling uh, Mango about a, a young lady we had arrested the other night that was just going absolutely crazy in yeah. the car. Like, it's, it's nuts. Like, these people lose their mind. And I think the public thinks that that we should re, we just we have this the these handcuffs on us just to sit back and and deal with stuff and you can handle us however you want to and yeah. we're supposed to be calm. That's not how it works. Yeah, like we have to go home just like you want to go home. Yeah. So you know, and a lot of times the way we're trained, you know, we meet whatever level of aggression you come with with a higher level of aggression. Yeah. To stop whatever, whatever you're trying to, to do, like so, the, like the police officer was doing tonight, well, and, and that yeah. happens because we don't. Man, the the scariest moments for me are at night going up to a vehicle that I cannot see. Yeah, I don't know who's on the other side of that vehicle. Yeah. I don't. They might like police. They might not. I don't know what they have. Yeah. That's a horrible situation. So sometimes in, yeah. cops walk up and they're nervous. Yeah, everybody's not the same. Me, I'm not scared, but I'm definitely on guard. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's that's a rough situation. So I always ask people, just try to look at it from from that perspective. What would you do in that situation? And the main reason, answer your question, why I got into it, and I said this in the academy, is that I said instead of complaining about the police, how about I become one? If I want to bring about some type of change, if I want to let me represent the people that look like me. Yeah. So you, cause I know if you, if I pull you over, you ain't got nothing to worry about as long as you're doing what you got to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're in the right, you're doing what you got to do. You ain't got nothing to worry about. And I know you're a good person. And and I want to say this to everybody in here too. Normally with the podcast, if you want to jump in and say anything, you can just jump in if you got a question for him. But for me, I think the, the, the most, the scariest thing for me, honestly, even with you being a, a police officer, I'm going to be honest, I was still scared of white folks and you. You know what I'm saying? It's like when Obama got ready to walk and get the, you know, when he won the pres- presidency and he was getting ready to walk across the stage. As he was getting ready to come out, I, in my mind, I was like, Lord, please don't let nobody shoot yeah, this motherfucker. That's and that's how I thought when Bo told me, hey, I'm going into the academy. I was like, please don't let him get caught up in no shit really to where, you like, know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want him to get caught up in none of that shit. So be careful. But when we talked about why you got into it, I was like, that's some real shit because if we want to change politics and, and all of these other things, we have to send our kids to school for law, you know, for things right. in the government, for right. STEM projects and stuff like that to become a part of the societal, the inside, you know, the infrastructure of this con- uh, country to change that. Right. You got to be the change we're looking for. But what, what, bro, so the police officer thing, have you had that black person yet? Have you ran across that to a motherfucker like, oh, you, you, you know, you, you, uh, you twi- what is 12 yeah. anyway? You know, my first, I know about the pig. Wrong, I know about five yeah. zero, but what is twelve? What is twelve stand for? It was a show called Adam Twelve. Adam Twelve. Adam 12. Oh, okay. So twelve mm-hmm. is like basically a symbol for the police, like five zero. Yeah, like, I didn't know that shit. One time, mm-hmm. you gotta watch Adam Twelve. Where I'm gonna find that shit? It's on, on Hulu. Hulu got everything. I, 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 I watched Adam Twelve for one of my reports for my paper. You gotta be right up on that mic. I'm t- like I'm, t- and if it it goes anyway, I so like choke if, the mic. Yeah, if you need to move anywhere to do that, but like if you don't have that motherfucker like directly right here, so and everybody's good. I changed the mic head so everybody got a fresh one, so you can put like, so I'm rubbing like if it's some pussy and some hair, you can just. If y'all hear that, listeners, that's just me rubbing my nose on the mic. So I want to talk about a couple of serious things, man. Me and Othello, every time we're in the barbershop, we always talk about like love relationships. So I want to talk about the normal things that we normally talk about when it comes to the All Guys podcast, and we can all chime in on it. First of all, I want to figure out from you guys' perspective, how do you solve family discourse? And the reason I say that is because all of us sitting in here now know that me and my brother was into it like a year and a half ago. And I remember telling Othello, I was like, bro, can't fuck with this dude no more. I told even told boss, like, I can't fuck with him. And my brother felt the same way for me. And it was a point in time where I literally, and I'm sure he felt the same way. I was like, I'll never talk to this nigga again in my life. And now that we're cool again, it's like we haven't missed a beat. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. And right. even when my brother came back to me, and I feel like, you know, from my perspective of it, and y'all can answer it, but the way you saw family discourse, I think you have to own your own shit first. Because no matter how yep. bad the situation is, somebody, normally both parties has something to do with it. Yep. So when, with my brother, when he came to me, the reason I was able to drop my guard is he came to me. My brother's a proud person because I'm a proud person. But when he dropped his pride to come to me and talk to me, I was like, okay, the nigga must be real. He must be serious now because it's been almost two years and neither one of us have picked up the phone to call each other. So I feel like the way to solve family discourse is being able to, like I said, own your own shit, be able to talk about it. And I think one thing in the black community that we have not yet learned to do is the simple thing of if you have an issue with each other, sit down and converse about it. And understand, even if you agree to disagree, you can still win something from that situation. Right, even if it gets mm-hmm. heated, man, you you got to, 
this family like that that that'll never change family is forever whether you like them or not whether they're good or bad you i mean you have you have to be able to deal with whatever the conversation is and that's what a lot of people don't want to have to you know they don't want to have to face whatever they did whatever their fault was and that's why they can't have that hard conversation if they do not know exactly what they are arguing about you have you have to find the root and i think um when i stepped away because it was me stepping away when i stepped away i'm always a person that i am about uh getting to know myself better being self-aware i mean that's that's a very important thing for a black man to be self-aware and so family is big to me but in this situation i knew i i knew i was upset i knew i was upset with everything but the thing about me my mom always told me like jermaine don't harbor things let it fly. I I don't I don't let things fly because I really want to have a good, great understanding of everything. My brother, me, um, just everybody mm-hmm. I'm around. You know what I mean. Yeah, and so once I was mm-hmm. able to gain that understanding, and it took a while, um, because the thing about it, I don't ever want to come back into a situation and not knowing, um, what I did. And that's the biggest thing for me is that, um, uh, I take responsibility of my actions. You hit that table again. We're gonna be fine. Right, right. But in the same time, it handicaps you. Of 
course. And so, uh, you know what I'm saying? From that, I was like, you know, I, I was like, I love my brother. Like, I love my brother dearly. He knows that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He knows that. Um, but it was just a time. But w- what I liked about it, during that time, I saw my maturation as a man. Mm-hmm. I saw my That's maturation cool. as a brother. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. saw my maturation as a son. I saw my yeah. maturation as a father as well. But at the same time, that was something that we had to go through. And I told my brother and I told my mom, this should have never happened again. Yeah. Because yeah. that fortified right. us. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah. That was like, I believe me and my brother have had so many battles. Yeah. Jesus. Uh-huh. And Bo, no. Right. And Bo, no. You know what I'm saying? All we like, used to do was fight. <laughs> all oh we used God. to do I'm talking was about fighting. fighting like niggas in the street. <laughs> in the street. <laughs> Yeah, hey, got, let me tell you something. I have a hole in my foot right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have a hole in my foot right now because me and my brother, we would fight like violently. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Push each other through drywall. Right. Oh, you know, wow. we grew up in the hood and all that stuff. You're like, nigga, fuck you. Nah, right. 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 Come out with the pink shit on his head. I'll be watching TV or something. <laughs> and you can tell when, I'm, when my focus is only on the television. Yeah. So you, you're, you're, you don't have peripheral vision. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He come up behind me and punch me in my ribs and run in the bathroom and lock the door. Oh, shit. You so got to turn I, that bitch I, down. I, I get a butter knife, yeah. pick the lock in the door, and be like, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> <hands." laughs> <laughs> but he was always smaller than me. Yeah, so yeah. I had to always kind of measure yeah. how, much, I, you I, gave how much I give to you because I'm 15 and yeah. I look like I'm 18. Yeah, right. You 12, but you look like you 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like. a difference. He was like real, real right. thin. I'm we weren't cutting cut no cones. No. <laughs> no, we wasn't. We were oh, not cutting no fucking cones. When it was, was going strong. down, yeah, it was right. going down. Like I said, I got a hole in my foot because <laughs> I threw some scissors. Uh huh. I don't know if y'all gonna be he gonna see this, this shit. This gonna, I did some scissors oh, and it cut him in his ass, so he got booty, uh. two booty holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. He's two booty holes. Two booty holes. Right that shit down. Um, and then, like I said, he healed or whatever. Uh-huh. And then later How on, how do you heal from two booty holes? <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, God works in mysterious ways. Like, like, twice a day, this, this corner of this door is real sharp. Yeah, he waiting right here, but he on the floor laying down. As soon as he saw my foot, he stabbed through. Oh, shit. Yeah. My God. So believe me, me and my brother, we Ooh. had them knockout, dragout. Nigga, Jesus I want to kill your motherfucking ass moments. But to this day, oh, man. He oh, light skin, I'm dark skin. Yeah. Yeah. He slim, I'm big. Yeah. Total Two opposite. peas in the same Two pie, peas in the Right. For real. I mean. Growing brother, up, you know what's so funny? Growing up, did you have any of that where people tried to tear y'all apart because he's light skin and you're dark skin? Oh, hell now, the yeah. reason I asked that is because yeah, I was reading, yeah. I'm reading, I just started reading that, uh, the autobiography of Malcolm X. I told you I wanted to read it. Thanks to Artesia, she got me the book. And I read the first chapter, and even in the first chapter, it talked about how Malcolm X used to always kind of be, like, he was the lighter skin. So exactly. people, to, yeah, yeah. So people treated him a certain way, pretty, yeah. and he was right. like, even as a kid, I knew mm-hmm. people was treating me different. And what? And I told Ortiz after just reading the first chapter of that book, it's taught me so much from the perspective of like we always say, there's nothing new under the sun, but nothing literally has fucking changed from 1937 mm-hmm. right. to th- 2019. Right. It's just more concealed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's but a the more covert than yep. overt. Yeah. yeah. But the but the racism aspect of it and the light skin being better than the dark skin, like that shit will never go well, away. Well that colorism shit is done by us. Yeah. Right. I think we have a bigger white supremacist in us than white white supremacists have in white people. Yeah. Because wow. um uh wow. it's a it's a book I've read, it's called Um Black Skin White Mass. Yeah. written by a um guy named France Fanon. And he he was uh, a psychologist for that for that time in the twenties and thirties. Yeah. He said that um, the oppressed people take on all the worst attributes of their oppressors. Yes, they do. So yeah, basically all the things that they do to us, 
we do to others that look like us. Which is why I even go back to I think I've talked to my mom and I was like, I will never whip my kid with a belt. I was just about oh, to say yeah. that, bro. And yeah. not to be funny, and we can it's even some slavery. And, shit. And, yeah, it and we'll die, and we'll die. That was a slavery. slavery. Me and Anthony was slaves, Me motherfucking. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I was cool cousin. Have you ever been put on your knees in the corner on rice? Nah, uh, that sounds like that's some, that's that's that sound like some African yeah, shit. I'm talking about that, dry that rice. Sound like you get and, and, and then you can't lean on the wall. That sound like getting waterboarded. All your weight on your knees, and you better not lean on the wall. Oh, I mean, oh, are they no. putting bags of rice or just a couple? <laughs> no, of just grains. loose rice. Like, like loose just loose rice on the ground. Enough to where it covers the floor. Yeah. Oh shit! I bet you won't do whatever you did. Whatever the fuck you did, you will never do it again. Get your ass down on this this rice mat. That's the that's that's something. And that's that that. Cattail yeah. nine slash um slave master did it to me. Yeah. So I can't wait to use this authority or this power on someone else. Somebody else. And you see it all the time. And that and bro okay, so, with our leaders in the black community yeah, now a lot of times. You yeah. see it and when they get in the position of power, yeah, man, some of the worst supervisors worse. I ever yeah. worked had to yeah. deal with were black ones. Yeah. Right. Oh, they man. were harder on me than anybody else, man. And it's not crazy. in a good way. Not in yeah. a good way. Oh, yeah, not like crazy. I'm trying to get this young cat better. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, the girls like him more than that's, they like yeah. me. That's I mean, yeah. with the dudes, I mean, it's that petty with some yeah, black yeah, male yeah, supervisors. Man. That black guy that loves being the only black guy the in the room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, well, they like me. Right. What you doing here? Yeah. Totally. And like you said, it goes back. It goes back yep. to that. To yep. where, it's like you said, the mindset of us has been changed, and we don't understand how some of the things that we think and do are from white slave owners. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like or, you the say, Bible. Yeah, or, or the oh, Bible. Yeah, or the Bible. And then coon, and the, we call them that coon word is yeah. thrown around in oh, 2018, yeah. 19. Yeah. I mean, but they don't even know where coon comes from. Right? Yeah. Coon is the place where they held slaves. Yeah. It's called barracoon. Mm-hmm. So it's the actual place they put you where was the coon. Yeah. And what they really mean is Sambo. Because right. Uncle Time was an ally. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot. Yeah. Uncle Time. He's Uncle Time. He's Uncle right. Timing. Uncle Time was the guy that dropped a couple pieces of chicken accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Uncle Time was the one that was saying that Master Drunk now, y'all yeah. can run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uncle Time was the dude that was saying that um way by the water. Why? He gonna sing and, and walk through the house singing way by the water, letting you motherfuckers know, go in the water. Yeah. Don't run on land. Yeah. The hound dogs mm-hmm. can smell you. Yeah. But if yeah. you get in the water, they can't. See, and, and nobody wants to see it from from that aspect that this man yeah. just put out yeah. like that. We we attack each other so but much. No, but you know why? It goes back to, like I said, when it comes to arguing. Somebody has to own that shit. It's right. just like when you have people saying, oh, that nigga a hater. And a hater can truly be a hater, but you could go to a hater and tell him you're a hater and he won't believe it. Right. So yep. it's like you literally right. have to, yeah. like, it has to be some kind of self-awareness to know that has you're doing some whole ass shit. Yep. Or right. just self-examination. I don't think, like you said, being right. self-aware. But that's yeah. what it is. I don't think we ever really take the time out to see or examine our own thoughts. Yeah. But you know, I don't want to miss your stuff. Turn your mic just a little. To see, ex- yeah, you know, to examine our own thoughts, to see exactly if what we're thinking comes from us, yeah, or is a byproduct of the environment that we're around. around you yeah, know? because you can walk yeah. through a room, you don't turn your psyche off. You can walk through a club, hear every one of those songs, see everything in the room in a glance, yeah. because the mind records everything in pictures. In picture, yeah. So you may not realize what you saw until you lay down, go to sleep have a dream and see everything that you saw right. in that one flash or snapshot. Yeah. So right. that's why it's so impactful to examine damn, do I really like this this much? Yeah. You gotta take a step back. You have to take a step it's back, taking and, a step back. Yeah. and take account of who you are because right. it's like, 
damn, do I really like that? That's why I like with, with, with police, yeah. if, if I get into a shooting when I go back to work, I don't have to talk to anybody that night. I think I have like 48 hours before exactly. I have to talk. Because you don't remember everything mm-hmm. in the heat of and the moment. You, you know, I've been in situations. Right. I've yeah. been in the situations already to where it was intense, man. Where I thought it was going to really go. And like, man, your adrenaline is so high. You don't remember everything remember that everything, happened. Yeah. But two, three days later, I'm like, man, dude. Yeah, that happened. Like, dude this had happened. a knife right there. Like, yeah. yeah you start to see the pictures. Right. Clearer because you have time to decompress. Decompress mm-hmm. and and those mental pictures, like you said, exactly. start to come back. Man, that is back. so real. So that's why we always have to take a step back when we get upset. When I fi- when I find myself getting upset with a person, I take a step back. I'm like, man, what am I really getting upset mm-hmm. about? Is this even worth what me is it worth? getting upset exactly. over? Like, is it even worth it? Man, my life is so good. I'm so happy. And I'm telling you, it, Mango alluded to it a little earlier. Getting out of the church environment helped me get to that yeah, place. Man, that's man. Right. Yeah. It helped me because we were so yeah. on the last yeah. uh, podcast we did. Me and A Ray, we talked about how judgmental. Man, we were like elitist oh, for real yep. because this Dude, is what man. was ingrained in us. Yes, because but we didn't take a step back. Right, we can beat you up with that Bible because right. we have been introduced to something that mm-hmm. you aren't privy to. Right, and. When you meet people that are privy to other religions, you're like, get that devil worship. Right. About to die. Well, like, you're a demon. Right. Not realizing, Not they, realizing they talking the same, they're saying, saying the same thing, thing you're saying. Exact thing, and y'all right. both sun worshiping. Yeah. Sun but worshiping. How, how, how fucked up to me, though, I look at it and I'm like, how fucked up is religion to. So I have that, you know, I talk to mom all the time about this, and I'm like, you read so many books to where you know that religion from Christianity was given to us. As we were coming across this sea, yep. right, and it was told to us that you either believe this God or you die. Like they was throwing right. niggas from the ship right. to die. Get your black ass because ass they ha- they were forced to believe this. Mm-hmm. Get your ass whipped. I'd have been called a dolphin. But what? But what's crazy? But what's so crazy <laughs> about it is some people will learn about this and still not turn their back on that religion. Right. right. Like religion is so strong yeah. that they can learn the truth about it. And they will still like stick with it. Blanket, bro, because yeah. think about it. It's comfortable. Yeah. It, it is. They don't want to go out there and just get your mind blown. And, like, you, and I, when you leave, you, and when you leave the church, you're going to be lost. You're gonna right. be I was lost, lost I was like lost. a motherfucker when I, I didn't have lost. to go to church Wednesday, Saturday, Man. Sunday, Sunday night, yeah. Tuesday well, I mean, for rehearsal, Thursday for rehearsal. For we should. <laughs> nigga, we was college like, like college players. Yeah, yeah. Where was that Todd money, nigga? But that's the thing. That's that's most black families. Yeah. Because. Y'all mama had boys. Yeah. Yep. She's trying to protect y'all and give y'all a moral base. Right. Because outside of her understanding, yeah. she don't know what y'all is not getting from her or what she's missing in your life. I yeah. think I, I, oh, I and I think mom, good. yeah, and I think my mom, our moms and grandmothers did that to us as well because it was like, let me try to give them a foundation to right. protect them beyond anything I can protect them by. But I, I, I think, can't really I, I think that when you, when you, when you, when you give that to your kids, right? Like, yeah, I, I asked my mama, like, I'm your, I'm your same age in this thing. I'm, yeah. I'm 20. I'm 20. And I can remember saying, like, once I graduated high school, I'm gone. I'm done with this. And I'm like, and, and I, I was like. Going, man, I stopped going to church in the high school. I, I, would, <laughs> bro, I would be asleep. I would literally open my Bible, <laughs> look down at the Bible, and, and just, just go to sleep. Because you, I, I'm like, how, how do you give your life over to these people? Yeah. And, like, we could, I could see it clear as day. Yeah. And I sit back and I still people that. 
I still see people on Facebook that still go still to, going to, to, this, to this church. 12 and or 13. I, I do apologize. No, no, it's all right. And I, I just be like, how do you not learn this? Like, I, I posted something about the uh, the oil, yeah, the olive oil. And I was like, did anybody get changed by this oil? Like, what was the reason for oh, this? Niggas was buying it. Oh, and where then did they get I, holy water from? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, holy water. You know what? You know it's what? Water. No, you know yeah, what it is? It's boiled. It's boiling. And it's yeah. prayed over. Exactly. That's what made it holy. They prayed they over They prayed over the water. The, the so Catholic what about Church? the water on your table then? That's holy water we drink. Right. Again. Yeah. We right. just pray over our But dinner. I cook with olive oil. You know what I'm saying? The same shit that they putting on your head. When mama used to put that shit on my head, boy. The cross, and you be all shiny. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, you don't just put that shit on my fucking head. On the blood of Jesus. Yeah, putting it over the door. And on the floor? Yeah. I used to wipe that shit up at the middle of the night, y'all didn't know that. I'm like, so if we had to mark our over the door seal yeah. so they wouldn't kill all the firstborn. I know where you're going. Right. Man, Why? Man. God ain't intelligent enough to pick the ones he was oh, going to kill man. out. I'm and, like, that's... Wait and a then so, we watching Greenleaf like this girl. Oh, I got to watch She that. lost something. It was... Okay, so even let's just talk about it, something as simple as this. I feel like I've always said this. We give God too much credit mm-hmm. and the devil too much blame. Yes, mm-hmm. That could be the name of the podcast too. And the reason I say that is because yeah. remember people would testify in church and be like, oh, right when my life is about to get cut off, I got this check. And I'm like, were yes. you expecting that right. check? Exactly. Right. Okay, then. Right. You right. If you was to do anything to get, get right. that motherfucking right. check, is it a right. return check? Is right. it a refund check? Right. You, the right. shit was coming. God didn't do that. Right. You worked all of last year, <laughs> right. and your taxes have been returned to you. Right. I don't. Right. That's the kind of shit that used to fuck me up, bro. Or I'm still on a potter's wheel. Uh, I, I wasn't really, really touching them bitches. Yeah. That was the I, devil in yeah. me. Oh yeah. my god. You like, wait a minute. <laughs> You, you, I know you got a type. Yeah. Right. I knew you since elementary school. Yeah. Right. So wait a minute. So God had happened to introduce you to a woman that you liked. Yeah. But the devil made yeah. you do something wrong to her. Yeah. Right. Sorry, black. Oh, sorry, some of y'all black people. I know some of these people who are really into <laughs> oh, Christ yeah. and Jesus. Yeah, I do I'm believe a in a higher power too. and I do believe in a, a, yeah. a higher energy and a, something, you know, different right. things. I'm a spiritual person. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's something Make that's out there. Grow and, but yeah. you can't tell me. You cannot tell me, bro, that all of this shit that's happening, some of this shit is just on our own, man. Because if God was, and and then you got to think about this too. You got to think about this. Mm -hmm. Niggas like Puff Daddy and drug dealers and all these other people, (laughs) they pray to the same God and they flourish in their sins. Mm -hmm. And you have somebody that's doing really good every day, like my mom or other people. Praising and pissing. Praising and pissing. Praising and Literally. So it's like, what kind of God are we serving (laughs) that can stop this shit but allow this shit. Yep. What did I ask? What did I say on the last podcast? Yes. Remember when I said when I gave the analogy about my daughter, and I, so I have three daughters, and if I know that there's a rapist on the other side of that door, mm-hmm. I'm not sending my daughters in the room with that rapist. Right. But that's exactly what God did to us with the devil. You yes, couldn't deal exactly. with this this fool up there, so you kicked his ass down here for us to for deal us with. To but deal you with. love me. Yeah. The worst thing you could possibly send for me to deal with, yeah. you sent it, and you just looking like, all right, man, figure Don't this out. Don't send. Figure I'm this put shit all this pretty pussy. That, so how can you possibly love it. me? Or my the, daughter wouldn't think that I love. My, neither one of my three daughters would think that I love them. If shut the door behind you when you send them out there. Yeah, because no we ain't got no key to heaven to get up there until we die. Oh man, that's crazy. Or the three card mindset they play with you with any one of the results. If you get it then, God wanted you to have it. Right. If you don't get it then, the answer must have been no. Yeah. Right. If you get it later, God wanted you to wait. Your yeah. faith allowed you to get it. But the thing about it. it, though, I think church is for weak people. Exactly. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is mentally weak. weak people, yeah. man. 
Mentally weak people. It's therapy. And then for the people that have the money, and then people like us, three, four, they we in the middle. Yeah. And we running last around you motherfuckers. Cause <laughs> y'all stuff. And it, it's so crazy because you look at, I know for me, like, I, when I think about religion, I feel like religion should be something that exposes you to some kind of freedom. It gives yeah. you like they'll people will talk about the Bible and they'll say how free you should feel, but it really bounds you. Exactly. Like yeah, it's, the it's, word it's, religion means means the bind. It right means to bind. Back. Together. Yeah, that's right. what it means. And so, like when I was telling him when I was preaching, because I am a licensed and ordained elder, yeah. and I was going to the, I was at my dad's church first, then I went to another guy's church, and I would preach messages. And tell people, hey man, you know, people are gonna come into this church with tattoos on their faces. They're not gonna look like what you mm-hmm. normally think, you know, church people look like. And you gotta accept these people. They're gonna be God's people, if so to speak. That's when I was really believing. And the pastor pulled me to the side, like, man, we don't believe that here. You know, you can't talk about women wearing pants and stuff. I said, what? What is that? So he said, you know, we got our little thing on the wall of the things we believe in and this and the other. I was Make like, what does that have to do? Right. What does that have to do with this person yeah. coming in because here that you're supposed to class. be in? Right. Yeah. It's, a, it's just like a class, a class. system. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it is. it is. And when you don't look it's a certain a way. Or you yeah. don't you don't carry yeah. yourself a certain way. You don't have a certain amount the of business money. Business owners. Right. Yeah. The celebrities. Yeah. All the people that got bread in the church. Y'all sit close. Right. Bro, you are so right. Yeah, you're right. All the miscreants, yeah. all yep. the people that don't smell as good. Right. Sister mm-hmm. Johnson, they wear the same pissy dress mm-hmm. to, to church every week. Mm-hmm. Sit toward the back. She can't be a yeah. missionary. Yeah. Yeah. You can help the with the in the nursery room, yeah. Yeah. but you can't be a be missionary because yeah. you don't look like don't what a missionary look, should look like. Yeah. And, and those were some of your mm-hmm. most dedicated people. Yeah. And that's what the most hurt. I got my most hurt i receive my most hurt from church folks yeah in the church i'm talking about people that i when i was when i told Harry when i was going through my worst moment after i got a divorce four years ago and i was man i was hurting man i ain't in the house with my daughter like i'm sick to my stomach man at my lowest and i went to pick my daughter up from a birthday party and it was this lady there from the church that i had I was going to say a name. She came up to me and was like, well, she said, well, how you doing? And I was like, man, you know, I'm doing all right, man. I'm depressed. I'm going through all that. And yeah. she was like, she was like, uh, I'm surprised when I said I was doing all right. I was like, what the man? She thought they thought I was going to die, bro. They were, oh my God. <laughs> and she just walked off after she said that man, that showed the mentality yeah. of a lot of these. This of is what course. they're being taught yeah. by the leadership. Yeah, the leadership. When these motherfuckers leave this church, yeah. they're, they're no going to die. Of, yeah, they're no longer God does not have yeah. his hand on them, so yeah. to speak. But my life has been so bro, much better, better since way, I left that bullshit than what it's ever been. Just think, what's tonight, Tuesday? If I was still in church, I'd be having slacks on with some church shoes, sitting in the pew right now, getting ready to sing something from right. the uh mm-hmm. for what is it my position from the tenor section the yeah. Yeah. Uh, and go fornicate yeah. as soon as you exactly. get right, right when i'm done when i told you over. i remember not <laughs> a girl you, go to two Tuesday Onyx. <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i want to switch the subject a little bit i want to talk about like so we've all seen all the shit on the news where a lot of black women are being killed fought beat up and it seems that black men aren't protecting them so for me, I always think when I hear people say, you know, black men don't stand up for black women or protect black women. Like, you know, the McDonald's thing where it was like the, yeah. the white dude, 
And if you do see a lot of dudes standing around in instances where black right. women are being mistreated or whatever, or like, do you see the the video where it was like the the two girls walked up to a gas station and it was like twenty black guys out there, oh, and man. like they was doing, yeah. they had the little camera videotape and everything, calling up bitch and shit. I want to see yeah. what you got to say because I see brother, it coming out, brother. Oh, I, I think it's a lot of bitch assness going on in yeah. America with our youth, and I would say up until around 29, 30. That's what I'm that, saying. That, that whole That's the process. age um, group, 30 and under, I think they've been underdeveloped because they did such a lack of fathers mm. that they don't know when to stand up. Yeah. So since they've seen mama react certain ways, they act like women. Yeah. They literally, oh, all, all of their, their, their thought processes, the way that they see things. I was with a partner. I'll give y'all an example real mm. quick. We went out for New Year's. His brother um, had a nice sister. From the Barbados. She came here from Barbados to spend time with him for New Year's. She's dancing. She's like, I'm from fucking Barbados. I came all the way to Texas. I'm going to get my groove on. I'm going to yeah. dance. We're going to do whatever. We just bought these fucking outfits two hours ago. Yeah. Let's tear it down. And I could see it in her face. Like, come on, let's yeah. do this. Right. He just the regular little two-step like, bitch, I don't dance. I don't yeah. do that. I don't really dance. So he sat down and left her on the dance floor. Uh-huh. This drunk ass white boy who the management had already said, bro, you need to sit down yeah. because you seem like you're going to throw up. Yeah. Sit down because you keep yeah. right in front of people. They're like, if you throw up on somebody, we're going to beat your ass and we're going to put you beat outside. <laughs> <laughs> so he's literally like covering his mouth. Yeah. So I guess he gets his composure. He sees the lady from Barbados. Chocolate sister, swaying them dressed hips. to the nines. Mm. She dancing. She in her own little Barbados, yeah, little sway, yeah. side to side, little groove. He walk his drunk ass up there and try to get close. She dancing backwards. She's trying to get away from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, say your girl, bro. I can see emergency yeah. on her face. Yeah. Right. I'm like, bro, my girl literally, she drunk. Like, go, Howard, get your ass. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you might want to go to intervene. Yeah. She walked from the dance floor all the way to where we were sitting, and the white boy followed. The first thing my partner said was, I don't have no money for no damn lawyer. I'm like, fear. Fear is keeping your silly ass sitting down. From protecting your All you had to do was just open your mouth and be like, bro, she with me. She spoke over there, bro. She spoke for her. Mm -hmm. Somebody's here with her. You you can fall back. He didn't even say anything. So I had to be like, bro, you looked at me like, fuck you won't. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. So when you turned around, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, keep walking over there, bro. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, right. This ain't happening over here, bro. Yeah. She drunk ass that yeah. way. And I'm looking at him, bro. I'm like, I'm kind of disappointed because I'm like, bro. It's happening. What are you man? scared of? Like, exactly. what are you I'm stood up. Man, I'm a cop. I'm telling you right now, if you get up and me and my wife out and you follow her around, are man, that badge don't mean a issue. damn thing. It's done, bro. If you if you insult that's my wife, that's, I'm going that's your to man in Right. You. And I don't think a lot of these men, and he's older than me, he's like 45. Yeah. So I don't understand what his excuse is. Yeah. But I noticed that these young men, for whatever reason, they lack an essential nutrient that says, this is not a game. Yeah. No matter whether she's wrong or right, yeah. let me separate them two, yeah. right. and then we'll get we'll get to the, the meat of the conversation. Yeah. Right. If she's wrong, we'll deal with that. Yeah. If you're wrong, we'll deal with that. But you're not going to be talking to her right. in her face, yeah. grabbing on her, touching her, spitting when you're talking. None of that shit's going to happen. And that's, that's right. the thing. I've dealt, I've had situations like that come up when I've been out with my wife. 
a couple of times. Whereas some guys are guys will try you, and, and and once you you show them who you are, they go about their business. We, my my college buddy came into town a couple of years ago, and me and my wife and a group of us went out, and it was a bunch of single chicks with us, and my wife sitting with me in my lap, and this guy come around, I guess he been drinking or whatever. He gonna ask me about my wife. I told him, I said, you see them chicks over there, you take your ass over there and go talk to them. Exactly. I told him just like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And he went on right on about his exactly. way. Exactly. Because he knows. I can't play these games over don't, here. Don't, don't yeah. take it any further than yeah. this but because it's gonna be a problem. I think we right. do have to find that value too because, like you said, I, I feel like it is a lot of 30 and under guys who have not been taught this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, who's supposed to teach him? Well, I feel like a lot of times it's Us. ourselves, yes. you know, holding right. our homeboys accountable, holding our brothers accountable, exactly. like not come it, at a certain age. We shouldn't be coming in being like, yo, I fuck this bitch, that bitch, this right. bitch, that right. bitch. Like, it's right. like, nigga, that shit oh, is whack as fuck. But yep. I've also seen black men 30 and under and above that. They may not be protecting brothers may not be protecting black women. But they be protecting them white bitches. Oh man! And no offense oh, to the white women. women. Yeah, all yeah all it's like women. they will yeah. protect every other woman and it's feel like they have a trophy woman. in every other woman. Now I've been on wax saying I date whatever. I date mm-hmm. whatever race. Yeah. I prefer black, but I would date, and I'm open to dating whatever race. But I don't put any effort more into a white woman or a Mexican woman or anybody yeah. else that I wouldn't put into my yeah, woman. Correct. And I say this, and I've been on wax saying this. I will work for a black woman. I'm not doing extra shit for anything else outside of my race. I will, att- right. I will attempt to talk to them. I will try to holler at them. I'm not working for you. I'm not chasing for you. I will attempt. For yeah. my black women, I will because, because I that is my first preference. And yeah. then she's and married. And then my mother is a black woman. So I'm going to treat you the way I would want a motherfucker. I have so many women. I can dick a girl down. With no intent of ever being with her, but I'm going to be honest with her up front right. to give her agency over yes, her body right. and they will see it as respect sure as opposed to a nigga who has no intention right. and you whistleblowing right. in her ear and fucking her yep. knowing you have no intent, but yep. she don't know that. Yeah, yep. exactly. Turn her love on yeah. knowing you have no intent on returning that love. Right, right. And they can't yeah. do nothing but respect you after you, you've you been honest. They might be you, mad yeah. at you for a little bit. Yeah. yeah but, you know... you. I I let you know what it was. Yeah. Like so, you have to you have to come to grips with the decision that you made. I never want to be put in normal a mind. Right. True. True. Right. With the normal mind, that might fly, but True. I know some motherfuckers that's right. gonna go slap oh, yeah. to the water right. mind yeah. every time I go to Atlanta. <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like you like that. Like, oh, I'm you don't have now. to come, yeah. right? Like you don't Fuck have. I was married now. <laughs> For real, I'm but I, I, but I, I do on. think it is. But I do like he said. I think it's on us to teach the younger guys. Like mm-hmm. I know for me, anytime I get an opportunity. To talk to a younger black guy and say so on and so forth. I'm like, nah. So I had a guy, I remember, I won't say his name, but I remember having a guest and the guest hit me up one time and he was like, hey, you know, he was like, you don't be fucking, you know, your ex, meaning, you know, Artesia. And I was like, I don't dibble and dabble back like that because I respect her. I know how she feels about me. And she's a good, and I've told you this. I was like, yeah, she's a good exactly. black woman. Mm-hmm. And he even tell, he'd be like, bro, y'all look good together. That's what you say. That's a government right, check. Like, look better than a government check. Ah, check. Ah, <laughs> I'm like, y'all need to, ah, like, no, man, hey, you might need to revisit. Ah, revisit. <laughs> but <laughs> I told him. Back some pages. Yeah, some revisions history. <laughs> man, we got some. But I told him, I was like, I'm not going to play around with her. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when, respect, if you, respect. if you're not ready and I'm not sure about what I want to do, I was like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, but just like, you know, it's like, man, she, you know, she looked nice. Not, I said, nah, bro. 
There's too many other girls. If I just want some pussy, I can get pussy from that's, somebody. But, but that was a teaching mind. moment. And it was mind. a teaching moment. Right. Yeah. It was a teaching moment to be like, you know what I'm saying? Would you want somebody to do your mom like that? Right. If you got a sister, you want somebody to do your sister like that? And anybody who knows me knows it's not bullshit of my thought process on yeah. how I do that. Now, up. have I done some dirty shit? Yes, but they always knew that I didn't <laughs> right. want that. Exactly. Right. But that's not necessarily dirty it's shit. It's not. But it's, I, the reason I say it's dirty because I knew... We've all been in a position where we could tell a girl likes us, but if the pussy or the head good, we keep going for a little while longer. Yep, and yep, even yep, and you be yep. like, I probably need to stop uh, this I'm shit, done, but it's man. like, ooh, yeah. but it's that like head, though. But what I'm saying know, is, is it, is it, you're not being disingenuous because you've stated your premise. You're yeah. like, I'm just here, yeah, you know, I'm we just, just kicking it. Yeah. I'm not really into you like that, yeah. but you nice, you know, turn around, turn around. <laughs> you can do those type yeah. of things, and they are now rolling the dice with their feelings. It's not you at that point. Yeah. Because right. once you give the addendum, yeah. look here, I've laid out what I want. Yeah. I don't want that seriousness. Yeah. I just want what it is I'm seeing right now. Yeah. And I'm willing to give you what you see right yeah. now. And how old is, but how how old, I mean, and, you know, some people try to put an age on it, mm-hmm. but how long do we do that? You know what I'm saying? You, it's no age. There's it's no age it's You have to grow out. Because, you know, some people will be like, oh, that's childish. But I'm like, if you know you don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah, that would be childish to be in one. It would be a childish to be in Exactly. And fucking people over. Right. Exactly. Right. I used to be so secretive. Like man, boy, Anthony you was like Columbo was on the flip side. <laughs> as good as Columbo like, was at finding shit, this nigga was good at hiding. hiding. Man, and, and so minus Columbo, <laughs> shit, Columbo negative. And now, now I, I think the best way for me is to be forthright. Yeah. Actually, I, I've been honest uh, for a while now. And it's it's it's, it's starting for a while. Now. <laughs> I always crack jokes. On, I always crack jokes on my brother about how he talking. It was about to start. He's like, so you know, I've been comfortable for a while now. <laughs> he always so, gets in that real prestigious voice. Yeah, like this nigga but, went to Harvard. But it, it just is it's, it, it it made me feel. I just open as a man, you know what I mean? It feels good, because bro. It, it feels, feels good. good all that weight off you because you, you like I because you can tell right. you can and you got to remember them lies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I ain't remembering up. shit. You know, we <laughs> fuck, we fuck buddies. Right. Okay, I bring your bunny. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm buying some Whataburger. Right. You hungry? Right. I got you. But I will treat you. I will treat you like a queen. Yeah. But just understand, this is where I am in life. But you can't do that. That's the part, though. That's the part. Okay, that's, the, the, that, that's the part, though. Because me and you both have that in common. Like, even if you're not fucking a girl, right. you will be so nice to the motherfuckers. They, they want you to. Oh, my And they want you be like, yo, right. this is not what I'm here but for. Wait, 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 I wait, fucked wait. a lot of married and women that's, based off but of that. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> that's See, that's crazy, the thing. Man. I think that we have gotten so wrong. We'll say, hey, you look nice today. Yeah. If a person don't say you're welcome, right. they fucked up. Right. But really? Yeah. The mirror shows you the pimple. Yep. You say thank you to the fucking mirror. Yeah. <laughs> All I am is a reflection of what it uh, is what you're I presenting. see. Yeah. Right. Whatever you're presenting, I'm reflecting right. it. Yeah. If I say, bro, you look nice today. If he was to say, I know I look nice. But here it is. They would think that he was being, being an ag- asshole or right. being arrogant. Really? Right. He went and bought that shit to look at, nice. To right. look nice. To look yeah. nice. So what and I And we know. And then the thing about it is <laughs> yeah. when the woman yeah. really, really likes you. Yeah. You know she likes you. Yeah. You know it. And you use <laughs> that. shit that. like, come on, like police like Yeah, you're like, I'm going to be a really, really nice <laughs> yeah. guy because that's yeah. who I am by yeah. nature. Right. Why are you so enamored with me above and beyond what I'm offering? Yeah, I know because why. Because if I'm only offering, yeah, but that's the thing, though. That means that, does it work like that for guys? It works like that. The nerds don't ever get the good girl, to get the cute girl but because- here- 
she gonna be using him forever. But so many That's here, true. my brother always forever. Uses, my brother used to I, say this all the time. I told Artiza, Jermaine is know. so nice. This nigga, they just want to use him. And then I, I used to like, say that, Artiza. I be like, no, like it's not that. It's it's the fact that that's who I am, and right. I have this thing about me. But what I'm saying is, didn't some people try to use you because you no, were I, so nice? No, not really. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I think all nice guys get used uh, at they, some they point. Early, I've been used. I think sometimes. I think sometimes you're not used. A nice guy. Everybody does that. But right. you can be taken for granted. I too. wouldn't say use. I would say taken for granted. So right. let's say I've been taken for granted. Yeah, right. I would give you that. Use, no, because that is something I'm so sensitive about, about not being used. Well, what I mean by use is that you use for their, what, yeah. what they want, not necessarily exactly. what y'all and, want. Or you, they may not have got you for money, but it was something but that you, you don't time. know that they may have used you for. Ta- right. and, yeah, ta- and, and that's, that's true. And the thing about that, it takes time or treated to see what to see they're that. doing because women are so like cats. Yeah. So... Sneaky, but quiet. Was, not just necessarily sneaky, manipulative, not necessarily yes. in a bad way. Because right, think about right. it. A woman can walk up on a guy, mm-hmm. rub on him, yeah. use that sensual shit, mm-hmm. yep. put her body close to him. Uh-huh. That nigga started getting <laughs> some stronger. Yeah, he, 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 his back started getting <laughs> arched and shoulder on his neck. That nigga, he, he like, yeah. He done fouled yeah, up in this room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> putting up her, her body up against him. And use her sexy voice and ask for it. It's over. You gotta put it to the mic, man. Don't let she, them miss it. Yeah. She's gonna she can ask for it in a certain way yeah. that right. makes the brother be like, Well, damn. I might as well. I, I normally wouldn't do this shit. <laughs> right. But I'm gonna go ahead and succumb to your whim. Yeah, so she made him feel like a cane, right? Exactly. Okay. So here it is. The transverse of that, right. That's what you're doing. That, but a exactly. woman. But you're the bad guy if you use that against right. her. Do you that's think so? Because the society, I, because in our society, says right. you're wrong because you using your 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 tricks yeah. and your mm-hmm. benefits because they made like a bald head, yeah. the yeah. beard, yeah. the deep right. voice. Right. You're using those things against her, but Prime she can't use her shape yeah. and her sensuality <laughs> and her perfume, or perfume and it's that outfit against you. And it's that's the thing. Standard. So it's this TV show called You on Netflix, and it's it it shows that. So it's this girl who. She's never slept with her professor, but mm. she wears that red lipstick. Yep. She gives him those, I'll suck your dick eyes. Right. She'll wear her hair down. Mm-hmm. She'll have something to where yep. he can see her see nipples. nipples. Yeah. So when he went out to dinner one night, after all this was going on, she needed a good grade. So she went out to ask him for something, uh-huh. and she needed a job that he gave her with the college. So he touched her leg under the table when she asked for something, and she jumped up. She was like, I'm going to report you. And he, you know, he's like, calm down, calm down. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and pay for dinner. He said, so the red lipstick you're wearing, you know, the sheer dresses where I can see your nipples oh. and see this and that. He was like, knowing that you don't have any panties on. Right. He was like, and you giving me those suck your, my dick eyes and all this. He was like, you don't think that you've been playing on me to get this grade? He was like, you played on me and I'm buying into what you're selling me. Right. He was like, so if you want to report me, <laughs> we can report it. He was yeah. like, but I'm going to show everything, all the emails where you're being extra nice. And he was like, and we'll, we can go and we can report this because no, you're boy. over you're over 21. So I'm not fucking with a, a oh, kid. Like he was like, you're trying to use that shit against me. And now that I'm trying to buy into it to get what you're giving me, you want to go against me? Exactly. I'm creepy. No, right. bitch, you're creepy because you set the trap for my <laughs> right. old ass. Trap. See, exactly. we have to hold women 
accountable. accountable. And that's why we people get shook up on this whole Me Too movement shit exactly. to where it's like, yes, I agree. There were victims. And then there were bitches who came in there with no panties on and no bra to, to a penthouse at 3 a.m. <laughs> Nigga, you know it's dick sucking time exactly. at 3 a.m. I'm either putting you to sleep or waking you up, bitch. Exactly, we have See, right? we have to we have to make sure that we hold women accountable. And not saying for, bitch to women, just saying bitch. That bitch <laughs> for, and that woman who did that. Yes. Right. For, some for bitch ass shit. Some yeah. of the things, some of the things that they do and it starts with training your daughters up. I teach mine now. Hey, man, don't go and, and present yourself a certain way to this fella. Yeah. And then when he re- reacts to that, yeah. you, oh, my God, I can't believe you did mm-hmm. that. Now, you've been rubbing your butt against this mm-hmm. guy this whole time. Then when he touches it, now all of a sudden you're He's offended a, by yeah, it. Exactly. So, so I don't care who gets upset by what I say. I don't care. It's just the truth. It because truth. when you don't tell your daughters that, you set them up for failure. Because yeah, exactly. that is what's going to happen to them. You can't booty dance. And yeah. Dance you can't be dad. up in a guy's face rubbing on him, touching on him. And then when he touches you back, you get offended by yeah. it. It doesn't work like that mm-hmm. the law doesn't even work like a lot that. of us are so waiting you, for y'all to let us in exactly this guy's looking for an opportunity yeah. we're hunters yeah. so hunters. you're looking for that opportunity a lot of the time. small of your back i'm gonna see if i can go down the, ass. To the top of that ass cheek mm-hmm. if you let me touch the top of that ass cheek mm-hmm. i'm gonna see if i can cuff that ass right if right, i can cuff right. that ass yeah so you need thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna lean forward let him take it home let him bring it home and when i ask that question <laughs> when i get to get the chance to ask that question I'm gonna ask you the most disrespectful shit. I am because you've disrespected yourself. Yes, right, and I because need to know how nasty I, I you know, are. I need to know how nasty I, I can, can be, be to you. you. Yeah. Because my God, you showing me preach. I am nasty. This one had an organ. Mm. And, and, and most women will have a hose uniform on. Yes, but want a president's amount of respect. Yes. Right. What is a hose uniform? I mean, that whatever onesie, you, they that know, they, they, they no, know. The fuck them dress. The one when the you put it on and you look back in the mirror like, yes, that I ass got, looks yeah. nice. That, we going to think that, plus we going to think about fucking that shit. Oh, so you wear that red lipstick and you got them big lips and you lick, mm-hmm. we thinking about you sucking our dick. And it doesn't give a man the right it to doesn't. just go no, and, and do that. And take it. Exactly. But All this right. is what I teach my daughter. This is what you I teach my daughter. You're in the head. You're put, so this mm-hmm. is, I'm trying to tell you, this is what guys are thinking. I don't care what society feels like we should do. I'm a guy. I'm telling you what we're thinking we that see shit. that, but now, sometimes so guys see to... that and they say that's mine. She wanted me to see that. Now that's disrespectful. That's, 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 that's the creep. That's, 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 yeah. that's, like, that's, that's the creep. creep. That dude, he's assuming things. Yeah, yeah. but that's what that's happens. the R. Kelly. This, this is what's dangerous, though. You're a police officer. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're off duty in Miami, mm-hmm. and you happen <laughs> to have that fucking uniform on, and somebody run up to you like, "Man, come here." I just got my guy. He just got his ass whooped. Come help us. Yeah. Like, why in the fuck are you pulling me? Yeah. I'm not on I'm duty. I'm just dressed right. like I'm this. just dressed like You got my you Dave like, Chappelle going on yeah. right now. So what I'm saying is that's <laughs> fucked up that's, to do yeah. to somebody. Yeah. Because what you're saying is I want you to see all of these things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to project all Imagine of Imagine this. But you can't dead. touch it. But, but, but if you touch me, you you we just now violated my personal space. Yeah. Yeah. But I th- this is all I want women to understand. And women do we, the same we deal shit. with but this a lot of times. They will grab and have my dick grabbed without times. being asking. And when oh we wear God. our jogging pants and everything else, women are looking at our dicks and they looking for it and they talk about it. But exactly. when they talk about it, yeah. we just ain't bitching up about it because we yeah. actually be like, all right, cool. Yeah, but when, it's a lot of women like that too. But it's like if this, it depends on what you look like and how deep your pockets are, depending on your reply. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just teaching that needs to go both ways. Exactly. To the male, exactly. to the young men and the but, young women. Yeah. They even need to be taught. But even if they're older age, if mm-hmm. the woman is 31 and the boy is 14, mm-hmm. they not, none of the dudes in the society going to be like, you ain't one of them that go pussy boy. You see right. you see Miss Paula? Right. She a bad motherfucker for her age. Yeah. You ain't want none of that. But if you flip it, 
and she's 14, mm-hmm. and that's a 31 year old man who's True. a fucking pervert. Yeah. And it, and it should go both it's ways. True. They're both pervs. Yeah. So we have to but, put that out but there. Society, but society doesn't do that. Not man. only society, right. but we as men won't tell that little boy, you were molested, man. Right. So we, we make it seem like it's cool. Well, now, I want to switch it just a little bit because we got about 30 more minutes. I want to make sure we get a couple of topics in. But I want to ask you this before I forget it, if I hadn't already forgot that motherfucker. <laughs> okay, there you go. Who has a heart? I always talk to Artesia about this. We've actually been talking about this the last couple of weeks. Like, I hate to say who has a harder, but the conversation comes up all the time of who has a harder in America, black men or black women? Start with both. Even if it's just a black man and then go. You can say why if you want to, but I've always told her I felt like, and it may just be because I'm a man that I'm biased, but I've always felt like I think black men have it harder. But then when she tells me certain things, I'm like, I could see that, but I... It's I don't hard know. To, I let you mango. Go you go, mango. Okay, okay. I don't know, man. Black That's men, we have a harder, uh, most definitely. And, I'll, and I'm gonna say Except that, and then I'm gonna def- go. I'm gonna go to the black women. The reason black women have a hard, no doubt. But this age, black women need they can secure the bag a lot better than we can. Right. Because what's happening is is um, the the white society looks for single black women. They'll give them the bag. They'll they cater to them. them They'll let them move out there to their neighborhoods. They are not going to give us the bag like they're going to give that black woman back. It's it's their time. She it, it, it because the thing about it is they know that what we're going to do. We're going to secure the bag. We're going we're going to come where you're at. But they don't want us out there. They do not want us out there. Some of us will get it. I agree. Some I of agree. us won't. And just for that, they know if if you if you if you give the bag to a black man that has that mindset. That he's gonna work with that what you've given him. Yeah, he's gonna don't want families, right? They don't want families. They men, don't want men families. families. That's why. Yep. Women, women create consumers. Consumers. Hmm. So, so wow. that, that's why they are giving to them so because they're gonna, gonna give take it to her. Man. Maybe write that down. Men, men create families. Women are consumers. They yeah. are women because this is the problem, wow. and this is the thing. Is, I'm gonna piggyback what you were saying. I believe it's really, really hard for men in this society. It, it really is. Men are locked up at a rate. Of ten thousand per a hundred thousand people, black women are locked up at three hundred per hundred thousand people. Mm-hmm. White women are locked up at a rate of like sixty per hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. White men are locked up at like one hundred and fifty per hundred thousand. But you know the thing too is everybody, everybody really is fighting the white man. Even the white woman, of course, because even yeah, when they yeah, talk about like even even when they talk equality. about like affirmative action yeah, and equality, exactly. yeah. they'll always say for minorities and women. Yeah. If you are a black woman, you are a minority. Period. So the women are the white women that they're talking about. Yeah, right. Because I've talked to even so many white women that are like, I don't like white men. Not don't like them like they don't like their own people, but they hate the patriarch society they that they like have they built for. and yeah. what they stand for. They don't even want women to speak. But go ahead. I don't know because this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Those white women outlive those white men. True. So they're the ones inheriting that his his wealth. Yeah. And also, they're the ones mending the motherfucking robes of the KKK because the men not doing it. Yeah. The women are the ones teaching the children. So they're carrying on those legacies. Mm-hmm. And if we, even if we go down to the lowest level of white people, they still... Get them more, the more benefits than the tiki torch whites are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> because then the motherfuckers who are gonna be the frontline fighters yeah. for the ones who have the real wealth real in wealth. America. Mm-hmm. And I'll say another thing is this child support. Uh, uh, any woman, let alone a black woman, 
can leave a baby at a hospital, at a fire station, or a fucking um, a police station. Mm-hmm. Let your ass walk off. That's true. Oh, man. Let you walk off. They're going to find your ass. <laughs> they're going to they gonna find your ass, and yeah. then you got back pay, and you're going to get locked up, and all your licenses will be suspended. Yeah. Yep. So... That's what I'm saying. Men are targeted, yeah. especially black men. I'm going to have to do a flip I, on this to get women in because I really want to hear why women would say it. For me, it's still hard. I feel like I know we both have it hard, and I, I definitely agree with both the points that you guys are bringing. I've just heard so many women talk from that perspective of why they feel like they have it hard. And I do feel like a lot of women, yes, they, like you say, they will give them this money or let them allow them to secure the bag mm-hmm. a lot easier. But a lot of times with allowing them to secure that black bag, I've heard stories of, it's still like they dehumanize them oh, in yeah, a certain way. So, 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 that's what, that's what, that was showed at uh, yeah. Insecure last, not yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Right. but yeah. the last season where she was up there and they let her get so far. Now she was, she's making bread, yeah. but she wants to make partner. Oh, you talking about Yvonne? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and they want they they have her going through all these different hoops. But but what I'm saying is that I think it's more psychological than than actually than what it is, right? Because psychological you can also yeah. alter the way you see it and sometimes it's a I game can, yeah i can look at i'm making 140 i want to make that two hundred and ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. yeah i have a ceiling i want to be able to drive <laughs> and see my son without having to see him without having him pass to the police officer so i can see him right that's a different ceiling yeah right i'm not trying to make it seem like it's it's a, it's a separation between yeah. the two i think the society does that Exactly. The society. I won't. I don't want sisters to feel like I'm talking about them per se. Because exactly. They got a better hand than we yeah. do. Because we both got no, it hard. We both yeah, got it yeah, hard. That's what we're saying. That's but so, what yeah. it is is a wedge driven between us because both they want to say, if I give her the money, yep. she don't need she him. She don't need him. Right. If I give him the money, he He's gonna, gonna go find, find her. Right. But hold on. He's, are we talking right. about us? Or are we talking about the sports? Oh, even if we, even if we're, we're talking about the everyday cat on the street. Right. The, the 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 garbage dude gonna have a family, but let's say this right, too because exactly. I know where he going. Most athletes that are black, they marry black women. Exactly. People, what people don't understand majority. is they just yeah, exactly. they po- people polarize they po- those hundred exactly. those hundred black guys who dated yeah. white women or uh, another or woman, right. yeah, or what whatever. Mm-hmm. Out of the two thousand guys that's in the NBA, a yeah, hundred exactly. of them niggas is doing that. Right. So it's a lot. That's the thing. And I was listening to a yeah. TED talk today, and I don't have direct facts, but he was talking about is the world worse now? than it was back in the day because some people are always saying, you know, the world's coming to an end. Fuck and he did a 30, 50, and 100-year yeah. scale of, like, statistics on Hell war no. and everything that was going on. And it was a lot worse. It was a, a lot, lot more wars, a lot more people dying. But the reason being, I heard a plague, yep, and I heard family. a police officer tell me this 10 years ago. He said, the Internet is going to ruin it, he said, because there's so many things that we keep from you guys that we see on a daily right. basis, and yeah. the Internet is going to give you guys access mm-hmm. to everything. And the reason we think yep. somebody's going to die or somebody's going to kill, get killed, we're watching Criminal Minds every day. We're watching all of this shit. We're watching these crime shows, these TV shows. The Internet is giving us who's getting killed. We're seeing motherfuckers be beheaded. So we're seeing so things can, that we barely were seeing now. Yeah, so let me – yeah, from that perspective, so that that's so true, man. Um, I think it's worse today. I mean – the wars and all of that, yeah, they, I'm talking about in society is worse. Mm-hmm. And because, like, when you talk about the police, when you see somebody getting shot, a lot of times they show the last 20 seconds of the shooting. Yeah. You don't see what happened that led, up, led to the, up to the shooting. Oh, but yeah. when we see the entire video, oh, that guy was swinging a knife at him yeah. or he uh-huh. was trying to kill him or he was fighting mm-hmm. the cop. Yeah, exactly. So you have 3% of those situations that are legitimately bad. 
Yeah. And more white people average. than black people. Right. Yeah. And 97% of the time, the police are right. These yeah. are the facts. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about the facts. That's mm-hmm. the extreme left side. They don't never want to talk about that. They don't about never come before. back. The 3% yeah. are in the wrong. Yeah. We mess up sometimes, man. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. You're human. 97% yeah. of the time, cops are in the right, but nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah. But to go back to what you were saying earlier, I'm just in a place now to where I don't even pay attention to what any other race is doing. I'm focused on making sure my black family is squared away. And if black Mm -hmm. people were to do that, like when you look in the white community, Uh the Asian community, the Hispanic community, square away your own shit. I don't quit looking for it. Yeah, we ain't getting reparations, man. If we do, that ain't yeah. Stop. Nobody's handing you anything. So just get that out of your mind. You're not getting anything for what happened to slavery. You're not getting anything for the civil rights movement. Marching ain't gonna Mm -hmm. fix it. That yeah, we've seen that been marching right. since the forties, fifties, and sixties. a good pair of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so what you got to do is, That's if this brother got a business, marching wears out a good pair of shoes. This brother right here got a business. Yeah. Go support his business. Yeah. This man got a podcast. It's so support simple. His, it's that simple. Take it's take nothing care, else to talk take about. Take care of your own. Take care of your community <laughs> and hold each other accountable. Hold and each then other you can build and grow. It's so many people that get on social media and they'll post this and post that, and it's like I remember my ex girlfriend one time. She was like, "Did you go vote?" I was like, nah, I ain't voted. And yeah. she was like, oh, you ain't this, 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 and this, and that. And I said, but I've started a business, and every year I've had backpacks and haircuts where I allow kids to come in for free off wow. my motherfucking dime, yep. Artesia's dime, to give them free haircut, free food, free school supplies. Mm-hmm. I go mentor, help mm-hmm. out with kids. I do. I can't, you know, my vote I'm may not do whatever, but I'm doing more right. than that vote. That vote and, and, oh, shit. and that vote, yeah. not to be no funny, I can vote, shit. and they can still they can change, change that it. shit mm-hmm. to where it doesn't matter. So you know what I can do? <laughs> I can go directly affect the yeah, people exactly. in my community. And anybody who knows me, can't nobody say, this nigga don't give. I will give the shirt off my back. I will give the shoes exactly. off my feet. Even with Othello, like even yeah. I, I know you probably experience times where it's like somebody don't come and they don't pay that fee. Oh man! Anytime I call Othello and I say, "Hey, I can't make it," I still send him the money for what I because I should have been there and right. I'm the one that changed it because yeah. I believe in doing right. And it's times where Othello may be running behind. He be like, "You ain't got to pay me the whole thing." It's an equal way, and we're that's, we're, that's we're being business. the reciprocity right. is going back and forth to where yeah. we do this. We talk outside the podcast, we talk on the podcast, yep. we talk when we in the barbershop. So people, you got to take care of the home and the community around the community you. You're in. You're in. You have to, quit, and quit quit crying about everything and making excuses about everything, man. Life is hard on everybody, man. Life ain't. But when man. you have women at the head, I think that's some of the problems we have because yeah. these brothers thirst for it. Because when we we mm-hmm. me and him. Had the, the the backpack event he had at the barbershop. Yeah, right. You could see the young men wanted it. Yeah, they wanted that male interaction. Right. We joking with mm-hmm. them. They're not getting doing? it. Right. They're not getting it. Right. And they literally are are starting to become recluses because that video yep. game yeah. is their alternate reality. So yeah. when do we stop blaming and see? This is where we got to come yeah, to a, a place exactly. of of mutual agreement with games. black women as black men. Yeah. When are we gonna stop blaming black women for that? They can only raise their child however they know exactly. the race. They can't. So bro, how about let's yeah, how about let's us, you know. let's yeah. let us as black men stop being loose with our dick yeah. and yeah, stop exactly. getting all these damn babies are everywhere. Yeah. So when you you ain't got the time to go see all your different exactly. kids. I have one right. biological child and two uh, stepchildren. That you take so care I of wasn't out there running around. I played college basketball. I've been with tons of women. I wasn't being loose with my dick. Yes, I yes, held, because my, yes. my granddaddy taught me not to be loose uh, with my dick, exactly. and my daddy taught me yeah. not to be loose exactly. because I had a male there. So and how about we start think, doing And people that? don't think that right. good men exist, too. And I tell people all the time, there's so many hoe-ass niggas and fuckboys yep. and people and 
a lot of women, y'all are picking these niggas. They <laughs> but, and, 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 but listen, but then they will take that and they will mirror that on every guy to where now every guy you'll see posts, you'll see more posts about fuck niggas yeah. and hoe ass niggas yeah. than actually yeah. real guys. Real, yeah. And when a yeah. real nigga approach yeah. you, you don't even know it because you dealt. You will turn right. down a real so good nigga because he's wearing a certain pair of shoes or he ain't dressed exactly. a certain way or he ain't got a certain type of swag, but you'll go yeah, get the exactly. nigga with swag, but he ain't got all his other shit. The meaningful yeah, shit, exactly. the, the what gonna, they call the minutiatia. Yeah, okay, got, so here, here, that hell of hell of a swag. Yeah, but so, he ignorant as hell. Ignorant so as fuck. He, he hit on something. So guys, we're <laughs> fuck boys. We're we're all these things, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But who created them? Who created us? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Meaning like women who. I mean, who created the fuck boy? Was, you have to allow it. Yeah. You have women you allow have, niggas to the be the environment they raised. There was a, at one point in time, most black families were married. Mm-hmm. Right, and I, I would say it was a turning point. We talked about this in the barbershop, oh, yeah. nineteen sixty-six. In the sixties, yeah. when they said urban renewal was coming through, yep. Linda B. Johnson was like, "We're gonna help these women and these families. Mm-hmm. You got to kick Lester Earl out the house." Right, you know yep. what? Um, and and, and oh, they, they get the fuck Tommy. They get the fuck Stan. They get the fuck Rufus now. Yep, and there's no accountability because if I have a baby for Rufus, for Stan and Earl. I'm going to get more I'm money. I'm going to get more money. And instead of saying that I already have a family with this guy, Lester Earl, you leave here early in the morning, keep all your shit in the trunk. Right. When you leave, you look like you're going to work to the kids. So who was, who was the onus being placed when on? You come, the onus is only being placed on one of them. But who? Both who, of the, the responsibility is both of them yeah. to make sure that the children get what they need. Exactly. What I'm saying is that we needed her to kind of play the game. Yeah. But that's then, tough though, man. We put that we put that that's a lot of pressure on her. And I had to see if I had to write a paper about this in college, man, because I, I went around and I asked uh my parents who were in yeah. like the fifth or sixth grade yeah. when integration happened and all of that. And other older black people, this is not me saying this, they said the worst thing that ever happened to the black community was, was integration. Yeah, okay. yeah, of course. Yeah, they said the absolute worst thing to happen. They said even though their books were raggedy and all that, they had people that looked like them that were teaching and they them. Had the and they control. put yeah, forth the, the effort the, to yeah, really teach the, them. The right, so... I'm telling you, we as black men, since we're leaders and we want to yeah, be and, leaders, and that's we got to I mean. take the mango approach when he wanted to mend fences with A-Ray. Yeah. We have to go be to the black woman. Go to them. Go to the black woman. I don't care what happened in the 60s. Did. I don't care what happened in I'm the 70s. Yeah, exactly. We're going to fix it in Today. 2019. But that's why. Yeah, that's exactly. why. And that's what we need to do. Let me give a shout out to Artesia, too, because I've talked to Othello about this, and I think. One of the biggest things that a lot of women need to stop doing is if it's a good man, just don't go automatically go and put him on child support. See if you can work out something with that man. If he is a man, if he is a man of his word. And the reason I say that is because if he's a man of his word and and if his character, you know, mirrors that. So I remember I remember when I first started dating her and she was like, yeah, my ex-husband's not on child support. And I was like, why? He should be, you know, I was even an ignorant motherfucker for a minute. I was like, why are you? Get why? that nigga. Get that, put this you nigga. Make that nigga pay. Yeah. <laughs> make that nigga pay this check. But then as she told me who he was, because sometimes we automatically hear divorce and we think something ended badly. Exactly. And sometimes mm-hmm. people outgrow each other yep. and they it's amicable and they say, hey, we got to go separate ways. Yeah, and I'm that's what theirs bad. was. So yeah. she was like, he's a good guy. He keeps the kids. He does what he needs to do. It's not, I'm not, we co-parent well. So, yes, you know, so. and a lot of people are blown away by, oh, he still picks the kids up and this and that. And she'd be like, yeah. So when she told me all that, I was like, I see why. She's like, I just don't ever feel like 
nobody should put a black man in the system if he doesn't have to be put in the system because they will look for a way to set this motherfucker up and trip him up. Yes. Because the thing about it, I used to be on child support. Jesus Christ. That nigga, I've been Rubble. delivered. Rubble. It got dark real quick. It got dark real quick. I almost got blind by the taxes. But so, but the thing about it is, is that when I meet women and they say that they have kids, and I ask them like, okay, child support or not? Hey, like I got him on child support. Is he a good father? That's the first thing. Is he a good father? Does he come get his kids? Does he? I said, and and one lady I talked to, I said, let this guy. Let him off child support. Well, how do I do that, Jermaine? She was asking me how, how, and I told her, I said, go down, you know, go down there, sign off. He's going to have to come in. Y'all both agree. But if you are going to co-parent this child, and I'm going to say this because I'm real about it, keep the white man out your home. life. Keep them out Y'all because the thing about private, it, you take care of them in private. Because the thing about it private. is that, yeah. the, it, 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 it right. is so true. When it comes to a white man, every time a white man has a chance to shit on, a black man, he he's gonna it. shit, Definitely. and the biggest yeah. shit that he takes is that child support. Exactly. Because if you if you have that child support mm-hmm. and you're by yourself and you don't have nothing else, you're struggling. Twenty exactly. percent of your pay, yeah, that's tough. You're hurt right on top. Yeah, I mean, twenty. Tough. You have another one that's twenty five. Exactly. So you're hurting, and 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 that's what they want you to make. And then if you go get another job. They take from they that check. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Your your life has been minimalized by the system. If you go and get an education and you go get more money, try to better yourself that way, they taking that too. So it has to be understanding that woman needs to judge her situation accordingly to this man, and we need to start being each other's strength. That's why I always say that when I see a black woman, I, hey, you yeah, look you gotta, nice. You, 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 you have to do that because... I came into my mind that every black every black man and woman, we're kings and queens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't matter if I do not know her, how you doing? Give her that respect. Yeah, I right. give her that respect. I open up the door. It's just different things you do. Is, we got to start being more accountable with our dick. Exactly. Come back, come, back, come back to the mic. We need to be more accountable with our dick because the, the biggest thing is this. If we already know the system is, is predicated <laughs> against us, we already know the, the pitfalls. Right. Yep. They have movies. About this shit, yep. with with James Earl Jones and shit, mm-hmm. he was all upset and crying, mm-hmm. and they right. took a check. So we already know those things. The number one thing is incumbent upon us to do is be more judicious about who we pick. Who we right, pick. That, there it is. That's the number one thing because it's mm-hmm. the thing we know. Once we 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 let it go, once we give birth, that's it. Oh man, once you've give birth, now she can do whatever she wants to do with it. Yep. If you want the baby and you're like, I really love you, you're a good woman, mm-hmm. I'm a good man, let's go ahead and make this union. We're gonna have a beautiful baby. Yep. But, like, but nigga, you only six feet. Right. I, I think niggas are six four above. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm killing it. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you got nappy hair. I like slick baby hair, nigga. Right. I'm killing it. Yep. <laughs> so what I'm saying is your control has been taken from you yeah. unless you already do your due diligence. I even believe that men and women should give their partners a fucking IQ test. Mm. For real, and that's why I don't have a problem with these dating shows, yeah, like or dating sites, yeah. like even like these dating sites that are they trying to match up 
They get real people good that are yeah. qualified to be with each other. That like, you need to get sites, but, aka but, sex sites. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just See, saying, like the I, legitimate I, I, ones. Nah, even yeah, when you pay, yeah, all them are even illegitimate. But still, but like, never fuck sites. That's all it is. But still, like, I'm talking about people that are really. I'm still on my people that are really trying to do. When you like the shows you see on television, where they like, 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 talking about married at first sight. Yeah, I ain't a big fan of that, but I, I'm. What they I get the gist of what they're trying to do. They're trying to match up people who say they who like, like background. Yeah, yeah, I get that, and it goes back to what but, you but, said. But you, they're examining. Yeah, exactly. But check this yeah, one out, bro. It also is crazy because you know what women hate the most is niggas who date multiple women at the same time. But then they will fall in love with shows like The Bachelorette yep. or The Bachelor, right. where the nigga is dating, dating. multiple women back at the same goddamn time. This is the thing, though. This, right. How is it that I can know what I like? If I've never met it, right. exactly. You gotta meet. You gotta get out and mingle. I have to be yeah. around. You don't know what women you like. Be, you don't even know what you like yet. So unless it's like, you get about like, thirty women, you gotta date like, thirty women. I don't know. know if it's thirty, but <laughs> you said a thirty piece. Yeah. <laughs> you about you got, hey. with a biscuit and hey, fries. You gotta know. Thirty <laughs> with nothing. <laughs> but um, but um, if you if you, if you're around a certain a modicum of women, right, right, certain number, but and you know, okay, I like the woman that cooks. She don't have cook every day but right. I like the fact that she can and she, she will can. do it. Yep. Right. I like the fact that the woman will clean. She don't have to be fucking Mary Poppins right. but she has to do it and I have to see her exhibit a certain amount of cleanliness. Right. She has to have a, a level head on her shoulder because I need to be able to speak with rationale. I don't want to always have a, a tussle and an argument with baby this is why. This is why. I need you to be able to see I'm doing things because I'm the head yep. as things that are me- I'm taking measures that, that, that help all of us. I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking about the whole. And when you make decisions, I want you to make decisions based on the whole. Not just, well, I ain't had no shoes in a while. I'm, I'm going to spend 200 Right. It's my, it's my time. It's my, I need to put me first. Right. That, to me, is what we run into because poverty guides a lot of our decisions. Oh, man, big time. Poverty yes, guides a lot of our decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, in the urban renewal, they were able to drive a wedge in between us because it was like, do you want to have this house and somewhere to stay for these kids? Or do you really love him? Do you want that man? Do you really want that man? Yeah. Because I know how to get y'all out of the house. But a lot of people are not even thinking that deep. Sometimes, you know, yep. we'll we'll talk to people and they'll be like, oh, it ain't that serious. And it's like, it yes, is that it serious. Is. And it if is. you have your third serious. eye open, honestly, it's a war on black people at all times. Yeah. And I don't even mean just family. Like, yeah, black families. Yeah, black families. Yeah. And, and they the reason being is like, you got to understand, look how smart and athletic we are and how yeah. everything, the culture in America is pretty much ran off what we do. Mexicans yeah. wearing Jordans, sagging, creasing their pants, mm-hmm. white people doing the same thing, rapping, mm-hmm. dancing. Saying like we are, uh, even in- and lit. Yeah. yeah, even when it goes back to- And honestly, I always tell people, when I hear a white person saying something consistently, I stop saying it. That means it's dead and done it's at dead. that point in time. It's, it's time to find something new. It's time to find something mm-hmm. new. So what we got? We got, okay, so we got about 10 more minutes. First of all, we're going to do another All Guys podcast soon because it always seems to to like blow right by. Man, I'm getting older. Bo, you're married. Jermaine, you've been married. Oh, you married. Yes, sir. What made you want to get married? And the reason I'm asking this question and I'll go around the room is because I'm getting at a point in my life to where I don't think marriage is for me. And I've told Jermaine that and I've told oh that. But I think I know for me, I'm at a point now where I'm like, OK, I do want to share my life with someone. And as, a, as you get older and you start being like, 
It's only so many girls you can fuck. You don't want to be the old nigga in the club. You don't. Right. And, and not only you that, you can go. When I bought when I bought the Man. loft that I have now, this is the most space I've ever had. And the first thing I thought was, I was like, I don't, I don't need all this space. And then I was like, with my mind changing about dating and mm-hmm. relationships, I'm like, this is somewhere I could. Yeah. I, I guess I can get to a point out. where I can start yeah, living with somebody and yeah. be. And now that I'm getting to that point, I don't know what I'm looking for to figure out that next move because I don't. I have a father, but I don't have a relationship with him to say, "Hey, what would you do?" Exactly. My my mentor died earlier this uh, last year, mm-hmm. so I come to people and I'm like, people always looking for something, and it's like course, sometimes the answers yeah. are right around right you. Around. So what yeah, made yeah. you want to get married to where you like? Because you this is your second marriage, mm-hmm. and I know you. You're the type that's like first marriage. I'm done. So to do it a second time, what made you feel like, hey, you know what, you know, Fee is the one, which I love her. Right. You know what I'm saying? But what made you want to do it, bro? Man, well, the first time around, and this is why I always advise younger people, man, wait. Go out and mingle, have a good time before you get married. I was so young the first time. I was, what, 24, 25 yeah. when I got right, married. Right yeah. after me? Right after college. Jeez. Yeah, it was right after you, bro. Yeah, he was in my wedding. So, yeah. like, I'm like, man, um... I just uh, I saw a study where men a man's brain doesn't fully mature until he's 28, 28, 28 and I, it was twenty yeah. somewhere yeah. in that woman until she was like twenty four twenty five. Yeah, yeah, so like so I didn't really know exactly what I wanted, but it's like I woke up one day and I and it's like I was around thirty years old and I was like, man, I know exactly what I want in life. Yeah, and it wasn't what I had. Yeah. So. And I began, and then everything started to change with my beliefs and all that, and then me and her split up. But the second time around, I was, when I went through that divorce, and me and Felicia started dating, seeing each other. It wasn't serious. We'd hang out, have a good time. I was seeing all kind of, kinds of other women. Yeah. You shocked me and, when you got man. Hey, man, I was seeing all kinds of other women. Yes. I was telling my current wife now about that while we were dating. She'd yeah. laugh and make fun of me like, oh, you come take me out. You've been out hoeing all weekend. Yeah. And I started laughing, this, that, and that. But when I saw how she handled me and, and she never pressured me, she never said, That's I'm the key putting women. an ultimatum That's on That's the key, you. women. That's that, the key. That if you don't get with me by, no, she just said, hey, man, I really like you. Like, but you need to get that out of your system. Yep. And I'm looking at all these other women I yep. had around me that were putting pressure on me. Pressure. To be they man. Oh, okay, I yeah. want to be with your love. What are I'm we telling, now? Yeah. Right. I'm like, man, you. I just got a divorce, and I'm telling yep. you I ain't ready for that. Yep. So when I saw how my wife handled herself in that situation, and control and had control over her emotions, like most women can Don't. do. Yes, had complete control yes. over her emotions. Yes. She had, she said she been wanted me Practical. to settle it right, but she let Another me. Another word, women practicality. She yeah. let yeah. me come get her, and that's why I decided to get married the, yeah. that second time. She she let me. She allowed me that space to do whatever I need to do, and then come get her. Yeah. And a lot of times women don't do that. Yeah. You try to they force don't. a man. And, and think hand about this too, bro. Yes. You said come, mom. Yeah. and like you said, right. come get her. That right. means she wasn't waiting on you. That mean you could have missed, missed out on that. I could, and yeah. I almost missed out on her, yeah. bro. I was sick to my stomach. I thought it was because I had got to that place where I wanted her. Yeah. But mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I mean, I'll let you keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, well, I don't want to do, no do this. Huh. No <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, so Richie, I, put your mother on the phone. Put your mother on the phone. <laughs> I ain't now. coming on Damn no it. more. <laughs> All right. So that's what it is. And, and I try to tell women that yeah. now, man, you can't make a man do. I don't want to be with. I can't deal with a woman who's putting off masculine energy. Yeah. I don't need you oh, trying to step to the, the forefront and make me. You can't. And there's so many women. You gonna turn me off? But you know what though? And this goes back to what we talked about previously, to where like y'all said, they will give the woman the bag. And when women have gotten to the point to where they're so independent and they don't need you they to protect yes. or financially provide. 
to where a lot of times it is when you date these women and it's a successful black man and a successful black woman, you're bumping heads because there's too much masculinity too much. in that relationship. One man. And yeah, submissiveness, one woman, a submissiveness yeah. doesn't make a man weak or a woman sure weak, but you have to know your role in order for this shit to work. But you, you can't be the rim and try to be the wheel. But if the man is the wheel, you got to be the goddamn rim. And she's better with me than I am with finances. And, and look so at the, she handles up on and it. That's what be, it. You know what the rim is? You know what the, and the rim yeah, is yeah. the good looking part of the car. The, uh-huh. the tire takes all the beating, all the beating but all the rim the, keeps us looking pretty. Looking good. Uh-huh. I just, man, my mom said I was supposed to be a preacher. <laughs> let out some. I felt some go through my left. You know arm. what I'm saying? But that's real though. That like that. I won't give you a dub. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's real though. So so for you, oh man, like what made you want to get married, bro? From from your oh, wife man. or just period? And, and like these brothers, I got married young. I was married at 21 years old, bro. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, most of I was just trying to get out of New Orleans because I was like, yeah, um, this shit is totally different. Yeah, it's, yeah. And then, then I got married in Colorado, so I was still young, but I had been through a lot of things. Yeah. And being at that age, I thought I knew what I wanted mm-hmm. because it was like, you know, Cosby show. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to look like this. Yeah. She's pretty. Nice body. Right. She's cute. <laughs> um, she, I don't have to talk to her too much. We don't have too many arguments. Yeah. Right. We perfect for each other. Until real life starts. Yeah. Right. Until one of y'all lose y'all job. Yeah. Right. And then we're going to see who y'all That's really are. Man. Until y'all have a child. And y'all both have different ideologies on how to raise or how to rear a child, mm-hmm. right? So those are the, the those are the things that I, I I saw in my first marriage. So I ended up getting married again, but it was a long ass time. How yeah. long? Um, I was married at twenty one, got divorced at twenty five. I'm forty. I got married when I was thirty nine. I'm, so, I'm on your trail. I'm on your so, goddamn trail. <laughs> but but um, the, the reason why I got married for the second time is because. I had more information in my head. Mm-hmm. I was a lot more patient because when I was young, I was like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, man. right. You know what I'm saying? Women come a dime a dozen. Exactly. Got a Everybody's yeah. expendable. So, and, and, and the thing about yeah. it is also, I was expecting her to make me happy. And that's what a lot of oh, people Oh, man. I was expecting her to make me happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of being happy and we being in a relationship yeah. together. And you know what's so crazy, man? I'll sit at the house sometimes. I'll literally be smoking. And I'll be, you know, and it's it's a sense of loneliness, but then it's like, but you could just call another girl. Yep. You could call, but it's like, bro, how many girls are you supposed right. to fucking call? Right. Like yeah, at some point, you got to be like, point, I want. Gotta, and I, I call Ortiz all the time, and I don't talk to her too much. You know, we used to be in a relationship, so I don't get too, you know, yeah, I don't tell her. But yeah. but she's she's somebody that I still confide Sorry, in boy. as well. Yeah. And even with her, like I told her, I said I love you, I still care about you. I said, but there's things that I won't tell you. Because and he, even as, even the good things about how I feel about you, because if I'm not ready to come back or if I'm not coming back in a certain time frame, I know that me telling you things about how I feel about you is going to hold you up a little bit. Right. And so many whole ass niggas yep. that are good guys yep. do that shit to hold right. up somebody. Yep. I don't want to hold her up. And I told her, I said, if we're meant to be and I'm supposed to be with you, I will come get you. And if you're yep. with somebody, I won't disrespect it. But if you're just in a relationship, Man, look, I'm coming for you. Look. If you're married. I won't touch you. Right. But if you're, that's why I even tell her now, I'd be like, it, people don't care about relationships. My mom taught me a long time ago and I never understood it. She told me and my brother, she was like, you're not off the market until you're married. Until you're married. And women, now you shouldn't, you shouldn't disrespect a man's relationship right. if he's with a woman. But if that nigga's treating her wrong and something happens and y'all cross paths and she say, I got a boyfriend, Uh-oh. I don't get mad at niggas. Even when I was with her and other girls, <laughs> these niggas tried to holler at my girl. 
I wasn't around, not in my face, because that's when you check yeah, that shit. Right. But it's been times I would tell her, I'm like, if a nigga trying to holler at you, and she's like, I told him I got to do. She's like, I hate that, but I'm like, and I would tell her, I'm not mad because if that nigga wants you, right. that just show you how bad he wants you, whether right. it's for pussy or for long term. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. He's just showing his real interest in you. Uh-huh. Or oh, tease it, don't leave that dough cracked. A Ray might put his big toe in there. It's like right <laughs> on hey, man, right on back in But I, I really got to those points where I really started sitting up and I'm like, damn, I, I I think men, we get scared to really address our emotions. And I remember just sitting at the house and I was like, nah, do I just want some pussy or is this lonely? No, nigga, it's loneliness. And you get to exactly. talking to you, and you have to say, it's lonely. You, you have to literally say, like, nigga, it's loneliness. loneliness. This is not <laughs> pussy. Because you could jack off or you could get that pussy, and you and when they gone, or even when they're there, exactly. you still feel the same way. And I remember telling this one guy, I was like, ain't nothing worse than being in a relationship or being with someone and still feeling like you're alone. Oh, you got to figure out what yeah. the fuck that shit is yeah. to get that shit figured out. Exactly. And if you're in a relationship, you need to tell your significant other that, yeah. not because it may be her fault or his fault, but you need to yeah. figure that shit out. And yeah, until you do, it's going to be it's exactly. going to be some awkward, awkward. situations. Exactly. But marriage for me, I don't know if marriage is for me. Um, I am in a situation where, like I say, I hear Othello, like a lot of times when he cut my hair, he'd be talking sweet to his girl. And I'd be like, man, I miss that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Where you can really I mean, talk sweet to real, your shit. You really got to pour that love into him. And, right. and that's one of the things that I <clears> that I really, really um I appreciate about my wife because we still talk like we just met. Right. And those are the things that I always want to to to, to keep going in our mm-hmm. relationship throughout the years because I will always treat her like she's my girlfriend, right? Not like my wife, wife. Because yeah. uh, wives weird. get treated very very poorly. Yep. Yeah, they once do. they become wife, it's like yeah. Well, yeah, you you know you right, know right. you don't get out of here. You know I like you. you right, right, right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that you girlfriend, you always trying to make her feel exactly. special. My wife tells me that all the time. She's like, oh my god, you always forever. She's like, why do you keep looking at me like this? You look good. I'm going to tell you something. Well, if y'all don't do this. And you got a chemistry this If you don't do this, you need to do this. I don't know if y'all do. But if you... If, if, if you... <laughs> <laughs> you need to do that. You need to do that. I don't know what he said. You, you need like, to do that. He said ass. Yeah, I'm, he I'm, I'm telling him he needs oh, to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, if you... And rub it around a little bit. If you think of something about your... If you think something about your woman, your wife, your girl, whatever that it is i listen to so much music every day it's crazy okay and so i speak with music okay so you still raheem devon lyrics man say <laughs> no i don't even do it no i what i do is i send a song yeah oh. you send you send you send a song out girls still like that creative play they love, shit, no they, yeah, they that's, you, that's, you, that's some that's some og pimp shit right yeah i'm telling you and right, literally man. when he came in, when i texted him i said what you gonna be wearing to the studio he's like i'm just gonna have a t-shirt on my work pants and shoes. He's like, I'm going to be on some real laid back pimp shit. <laughs> Top tier pimp shit. Yeah, that's what he said. That's real. That's real. But real. the thing about that's it real. is, is that that's what you, I've always been creative like that. Anthony, I used to, Anthony be like, man, write me a letter. Like, write it, you know, yeah, I'm exactly. good with that shit. Or yeah. like, I, ta- I even told Artesia, I was like, he taught me how to talk to women because, and he didn't teach me like what to say. Yeah. He was just like, bro, the just presence. approach him. Yeah. The just be confident. Yeah. Go talk to him. He's like, don't talk mm-hmm. about what they look like. Just talk about something that'll make them laugh and just get mm. some kind of conversation to where you in. And, and now right. I've Niggas heard don't so, do that. Yeah, and I've heard they so don't. many women be like, I just like talking it. to you. Yep. And they'll love to yeah. talk to you. And I even tell yep. our I even tell Artesia, even with Othello, I love talking to Othello. And I, I'll get in the car and after I do something with you know, you know, 
take a picture or something because you know when a nigga get a haircut, niggas do like girls too. <laughs> we don't put filters on it, but you know we we you know we get on it, we talk on the ground. We be like, yeah, you know today I'm whatever. So you know you look out the window so a nigga can see your profile. Yeah, you know. You so, look at the sun. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at the sun. Yeah. Or a nigga post something and be like, you know, post a picture and they be still be like, God shining on me this year. And you be like, nigga, that's the haircut. That's the haircut. It's all the haircut. But I would always tell Artesia, I was like, I enjoy talking to Othello because people don't know how to talk to people. They lost the art of communication. Even just speaking, white people and black people and other races, like you could get on the elevator like Sunday, I was about to say something, but anytime people get on the elevator, nobody speaks. They just get real close. Yeah. An elevator is a, p- a place where you're so close to people. And Same. how weird is it to bump into somebody but don't even say excuse me or right. hey how yeah. you guys doing? You guys if doing I come on yeah. if I come on the elevator and I I'm say everybody yeah I'm gonna say hey yeah, how you guys yeah, doing yeah, today? Yeah, that way if I, I bumped into somebody it's like oh I'm sorry excuse me but you've already given off or projected an yeah. energy that's nice mm-hmm. to where even if you bump into that person it may start well, a, cre- yeah. a conversation yeah. and it may create a friendship right. yeah. and, you, and that is so older people is mm-hmm. it's a few older officers mm-hmm. that I work with. and when I was on training. And I would, I would just come in the room, they're typing a report, hey, how y'all doing, blah, blah, they, This older lady stopped and said, I can't believe you just did that. And I was mm-hmm. like, what did I do? She said, you actually stopped and spoke. That's that country shit, Most though, bro. of these young yeah. boys that come here don't say shit. Yeah. They just walk right by us like we. I was like, man, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm paying homage. Yeah. Especially when you, when I, you know, I pay homage to everybody, yeah. but yeah. when I come across older black people, I damn I sure make yeah. sure yeah. I pay some homage yeah. because Jesus didn't pave my way. Muhammad didn't, didn't pay, pay Buddha way. didn't, didn't pay. Malcolm X, nope. Martin Luther King, my grandparents, these yep. are the people that Who paved the way for yeah. my black ass. Yeah. Right. So I definitely got to pay homage yeah. when I see them. And people people respond uh, in a good way to that. Yeah. Like they you do. Saying. They yeah. do. Well, man, we getting ready to wrap it up. Arteza, t- you know, telling me. She's like, uh-huh. I look, I was like, oh, it is past that time. But I want to say, man, uh, Bo, appreciate you for coming out, bro. Always a pleasure, Jermaine. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, yes, man. Sir. Oh, yes, sir. We're going to do this again. I told, oh, I'm going to try to start. I'm trying to get to a point where I make it a monthly thing and I'm rotating guys. So it'll be like the next time it'll probably be like all of us and one person to be missing because of, you know, schedules and then we'll rotate it. But Mm -hmm. I want to get to a point where we do this so much because it's other stuff that I want to talk about. I also want to get to a point of bringing in like younger guys when we do it to where it's like two older guys, two younger guys to where if we can't get to them, then find a way to bring them to us to where we can actually have that conversation to let them know the light skin, dark skin shit ain't cool. Fucking all these girls treating them like shit. That ain't ain't cool cool. because nobody told a lot of us because the fathers left the household. So now I feel like it's our time whether it's through this message we gotta go back and we gotta bring them and not to be funny a lot of these niggas they're doing the shit that we do we're cool to them they won't tell us that shit but we gotta engage with them and make them see that we're okay and create that conversation and that way when we create the conversation amongst ourselves to them they can take that shit back down and be able to tell their homeboy hey that ain't cool to be talking about like that because I saw the niggas I respect and they don't even treat women like that but if the old heads are still like oh fuck that bitch fuck as many girls you can they gonna keep doing that so we don't wanna do so we don't want to do that but Artesia thanks for producing the board Jermaine Bo hello appreciate it man uh this is it I don't have no script in front of me so listeners y'all know to follow us at the reality is that's THA the reality is if you want to be on the podcast I have somebody on the podcast email us at info at the reality is I always remember to inhale courage to excel success this is episode 232 which will drop tomorrow so y'all be on the lookout for that we got another episode we're gonna be doing me and you gotta do a recap so it should be another podcast episode coming this weekend and then, oh shit, we got two episodes this weekend. Shit, I gotta tell you about this one guy. I seen information because I would like for you to be here, but I know you can't because you'll be working. But hey, man, 
Inhale, curse, and exhale, success. We'll check y'all out on episode 233. Be blessed. I, I just wanna pull up, pull up, pull up. Like UGK used to double cook the food. Pull up. DJ Scoot Chop Suey. Learn that shit from Texas. Swinging that bubble like Lex. Neon every X. Popping that toe so wrecked. I, I just wanna pull up, pull up, pull up. Like you, like you used to double cook the food. Pull up. DJ Scoot Chop Suey. Learn that shit from Come down one day, round one day Can they paint that whistle around one day Clown one day, show the grill, show the grill I just wanna bend the corner late night to the early morning Got an old school with some new component back then They didn't want me, now that I'm swinging they all on me Now that I'm pulling up clean I double the figure like double the cup of the lean Glass highs with the gleam Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.